With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back. Breakfast Club Z1055. Little after 8 o'clock. Rolling through Patriots Day with you. John Rice in to talk about the Cumberland Motor Club. Go to CumberlandMotorClub.com for more information on them. Very, it's a very Magnum PI-ish uh, PI uh, shirt there, John. Thank I'm you very, for noticing. I was, I knew this was Monday morning, and I wanted to make sure you were awake. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad you did. I'm glad you did. That's good. I've always, you know, I was just looking for. I was actually watching on my Amazon Prime. Uh, they've got the first 30 episodes of Magnum PI on there. So now I was, I was looking for like Island Hoppers T-shirts. You know, yes, just as I yes, those things, are. So. You know, classic show, uh, classic absolutely. show, classic car. Classic I might car, add, classic whole thing. Oh, Ferrari there. Yeah, that was a good. One. It looks like a small car now. When I go back and look it, at it, like, it is. It looks, His head sticks over like, the top. Yeah, I feel like Tom Selleck was a little too too large for that car. But you know what? Whatever. I guess you know that's the sort of thing that happens when you get older and you look back on things. You're like, wow, I don't think he. I don't think he was meant to fit in that car. He so. was not. Now, speaking of people that were meant to fit in cars, tell me about the the Cumberland Motor Club. Oh, I'm so excited. We're, uh, we're, Cumberland Motor Club's been around since 1958. Of course, I wasn't around at the inception of the club, right, but, but uh, you know. like-minded enthusiasts decided to get together and, and <laughs> create a, a formal group uh, known as the Cumberland Motor Club. Uh, they, they probably started out by standing up and saying, my name is John R. and I'm addicted to automobiles. Right. <laughs> um, but uh, they back in the day would do time speed distance rallies and it was just mostly social and um set up a course across town and you would have to abide by this the rules of the road of course and um be in each stage as uh close on time as possible and then they also adopted through the sports car club of america the seca a, a wonderful event called autocross and that's our most popular event today I can imagine. So you've been in the club since 2007? I have. How did you find it? Um, I actually stumbled across CumberlandMotorClub.com. Um, I was I had an old car that I was uh, looking to do time speed distance rallies with and uh, had found them in a Google search. Uh, and then when it came time to sell the car, I figured, well, I, I should go to one of these autocross events because there'd be car people there. Somebody might be in it. What type of car? Uh, it was a 1978 Triumph Spitfire. I never did run that car. Um, I did have a, a 2006 brand new Ford Mustang, though. That, oh, honey, I, I should go hang out with these guys and sell my Spitfire. But I ended up competing instead in the Mustang. That's usually how it works. Can you talk about what autocross is for folks who don't know? Well, it is quite simply we we find a very large parking lot. Um, in up, we, we actually used to be at the Coliseum. Uh, some people might remember that we we set up some traffic cones. Uh, in the shape of a pseudo road course, and we use electronic timing and scoring to keep track. That's awesome. John Rice, talking about the Cumberland Motor Club. You can like the Cumberland Motor Club on Facebook. You can also find them online, just like he did, at CumberlandMotorClub.com. We'll have more John coming up. Segment number two on the way here on the Z. Welcome back. Segment number two, just like I promised. 
Wow, that's just we're just bringing you what you deliver here. You know, that's that's what it's ma- it's magic. That's right. It's ma- Thank you. Magic is always good. Bonnie's in on Patriots Day. I don't know why. I'm not sure what she's doing. She, I'm not sure. She's confused. I'm confused. You know? Well, again, it is Monday. It is. And a holiday. It really is. And it's it's a weird holiday Monday-ish, too. It's kind of like a holiday, but it's not. It's only a holiday here and in Massachusetts. So, Cumberland. <laughs> good. You better not be. CumberlandMotorClub.com. Go to, especially when I was getting emails from you all day Saturday. She never shuts it off. She never well, I, she's that always I on. Bonnie is like that. It could be two o'clock in the morning on a Sunday. Be like, there was a miss. Yeah, it's it's amazing. I'm like, take a break. She has the energy. She should come she down really, and compete I, with us. I, yeah, maybe that's what she should do. Maybe that should be the the next thing. So uh, CumberlandMotorClub.com. You can like the Cumberland Motor Club on Facebook. We continue now with John Rice. I actually called you Jim this morning in the previous interview. Wow. Yeah, it was wow. funny because the guy's name was Jim, and then I saw I was talking about you because you're coming up next, and then of course the Red Sox play today on Patriots Day. So. Yeah. You know, and, and I called you, I, I assumed you were just a Hall of Famer, you know, I, so. Yes. You know. And I, I grew up with that, so it's not, it doesn't phase me anymore, yeah, and I, I just kind of phase it out. And as a matter of fact, I won an award uh, a few years ago, and the trophy chair uh, just accidentally put Jim Rice on the trophy. Oh, really? See, I so would have put Jerry. I think Jerry was yeah. probably better than Jim, so, mm. you know, I think yeah. either way. I don't, I don't think he could lose, I mean. The both Hall of Famers, right? I mean, they they are. That's pretty. That's good. I mean, you're a Hall of Famer of life, though. I mean, that's really the important part. I'm I'm really working on that. Yeah, working. (laughs) So you so you just so this is a little bit more than racing around in parking lots, I assume. Uh, First of all, Matty, it is not racing. It is a driving racing. It is a driving skills competition. Uh, If anything that races, it's your adrenaline and your heartbeat. Um, We design our courses so. The standard automobile, the stock or the street edition, um, only can get about 50 miles an hour. Um, now, there's some cars that are modified and go a little bit faster than that. But just think of that in a really small, confined space. Um, it kind of takes your breath away. And when you're done, you run. Your, your hands are typically shaking. And it's a lot of fun. Do you need a special car to do this? You don't. You can run what you brung. You can just empty those beer cans out and uh, pump a little extra <laughs> air in, in your tire. Uh, you know, we just, th- that's the biggest thing about this sport is it's so affordable uh, to be able to do this this form of motorsports. And it you get such a rush out of it. Um, it's really worth trying out. Absolutely. Now, if someone has a special car they use, is it? I mean, it seems like it would be unfair to someone who just brings their every car to the event. I assume you guys have something in place for that. Yeah, we have we have a bunch of different uh, classifications for cars, and depending on what you've modified your car or not, um, puts you into your class. That class is now leveled out by a what's called a professional autocross factor. Um, this one gentleman in the country sets it for the entire nation. And it's like a golf handicap. It actually uh, levels the playing field because you're really trying to compare driver to driver, uh, not car to car. And we actually have we have what's called a shifter cart class, uh, K mod, and those things are crazy, crazy fast. <laughs> John Rice, your novice points and awards chair for the Cumberland Motor Club is that the correct? I the correct am. Title? That was the meeting I didn't show up to. And yeah. they volunteered me for all of those. No, that was really that was really nice of them. Go to CumberlandMotorClub.com on the interwebs or check them out on Facebook. Give them a like there at Cumberland Motor Club. I have two more segments with John coming up here on the Z. Welcome back. Good morning. Hey, segment number three. 
little after 8.30 here on The Breakfast Club. Wow, time flies. It does. It really does. It's magic, it's actually. surreal. What is it? Walk me through. What does a typical autocross day consist of? Uh, we like people to show up to the event site about 7.30. This is so you can clean your car out. Uh, you take the floor mats out. Get those twisted tea get, cans out. Get the twisted teas and yeah. the, the Red okay. Bulls. Get yep. those out of the car. Yeah. Uh, we do um, We Kids do a, happy meal boxes, you know, those things. Oh, yeah. and those toys. Those just roll around and they get in the way of the they pedals. They really do. They really do. Um, so we do, a car, we do an inspection on each of the cars. Um, we make sure that uh, there's nothing obviously wrong with the car because uh, we want the uh, event to be as safe as possible. That's what's really important to us. Uh, safe and educational event. Um, we encourage people again to pump up their tires. The the front tires really tend to take the most beating because you are doing sharp turns. Uh, and then we do a driver's meeting, um, give the rules of the day, anything special to announce. Um, I actually do a special novice meeting to explain the rules a little bit further. And then we do a walk through a guided walk through the course. You're not allowed to drive the course ahead of time, but you can walk it. And then we divide up into two classes. Uh, typically, we use the, the default odd number cars, even number cars. If you're not working, you're driving. And if you're not driving, you're working. Sounds like a, a good time. And no leaking fluids, no loose items in the car, pump right. up the tires and all that fun stuff. All the safe things. That's the fun stuff. I mean, yes. is that, that's really... There's got to be an eagle eye for that sort of thing, right? Is it like the people um, that inspect your car when it's supposed to be on the road? Is it like um, that, that deep? It, interestingly enough, one of the, the classic fails for somebody is not having the battery secured in their car. Everybody takes it for granted that that battery is just going to stay in place. But there's a lot of G-forces in your car when you're navigating the course. So that's one of the things that could, that could fall out of place and create some havoc or some issues. So um, I've seen plenty of ratchet straps holding a, a battery in place. How long is a run or, or, or the course? Oh, well, the the typical run can be anywhere from 40 to 60 seconds. And, you know, that's some of my best work there, Maddie. I can do in that time. Hey, I've done uh, that. Hey, I've, my, my four best things of work were in 40 to 60 seconds. So, I mean, I, I totally understand what you mean. John Rice is in from the Cumberland Motor Club. Yes, the Cumberland Motor Club. Check them out online at cumberlandmotorclub.com. John Rice is the Novice Points and Awards Chair for the Cumberland Motor Club. You can also like the Cumberland Motor Club on Facebook. One more segment with John coming up here on the Z. Welcome back. Good for, morning. Hey, for the final segment with John Rice from the Cumberland Motor Club. How big is this Cumberland Motor Club, by the way, which you can find online at cumberlandmotorclub.com? Well, we throughout the course of the, the season, we, we grow our numbers uh, considerably for membership, but um, we have about 60 to 70 active members. Uh, at any event, we, we typically run about 70 people or so, um, except for our premier event up in Limestone, Maine, and that's actually coming up first weekend in August. Uh, we actually have people from New England and Canada that show up. Uh, national uh, competitors will will drive the five plus hours to get up there and uh it's really our disney <laughs> it's the e-ticket that happens you know that's good that's pretty it is. neat that is neat now um people easily find you in an event where you're the novice chair and i assume new people would need to find you um where you're the novice chair yeah they go who's that guy in the bright hawaiian orange shirt um i i do it not to be a cone stand out like a cone but so people can see me 
um, you always want to uh, usher the the newer folks along um, as much as possible, make the event go smoother, make sure they enjoy their day. Uh, there's just a lot of good people in the club as it is. So um, everybody's willing to help out. Um, we encourage people to drive along, ride along with somebody else. Uh, it's one thing to walk the course. It's another thing to be in somebody's car going at speed because uh, the course gets really small when you're in your car going fast. Who's a typical novice? Oh, my gosh. Just the, It's auto enthusiasts, general auto, auto people. They uh, not too many people that just like to fluff and buff their car, though. I got to say they they uh, are fearful that they might scratch or dent their car, which isn't the case. Um, we've had some drifting crowds uh, come along and learn that drifting is not the fastest way around the course, although it is really fun. Um, that's not something that we condone in our courses. It's just not set up that way. Uh, rally people that are interested in rally cross, which is your drive on dirt road kind of racing mm-hmm. and um it, anytime behind the seat it's it's learning car control um so it, again it builds on your your everyday safety as well you don't have to be fast and furious in here is what you're saying that would be correct okay good. that would be correct how does one join oh it's easy come to an event uh you can do it online uh with us through our our website through facebook uh connect with us we have monthly meetings and uh, that's usually the last Wednesday of the month that we have those. Um, this, what is it, next week is the last Wednesday. We'll be at the Tilted Kilt in South Portland. Uh, we tend to try to rotate our sites around so we can get as much participation in, in that as possible. Excellent. Um, would you recommend, what, why would you recommend anyone joining the club or even participating in the autocross? Well, if you really need a fix, you need a driving fix. Um, I do recommend it. I need mine every other week. It's about when we hold our events. But it really teaches safety and um, teaches you how to be composed when your car isn't. Uh, My daughter also uh, competes with me as well. She's been, even before she could drive, she was coming along and and hanging out and working with the club. And um, just constantly talking about... um, how to be defensive and it's interesting people go to our events they don't race off the events after um you know we're a respectful club we really teach um people and ask people to be respectful of the neighbors and the in the streets and the police and oftentimes we do get uh, a visit from the local police and uh coming down to check us out and see what's going on and we've had some participate in the past too that's pretty awesome it's yeah. pretty awesome. Now, your season kicks off May 1st at the Portland Jetport Annex lot just off the turnpike? Uh, well, actually, we've, we're have going to have a change in venue. Oh, my. Uh, I do believe there's a bunch of rental cars right now that are parked in that parking lot, uh, which would make it a little bit more difficult to ha- hold That'd an event. That would be a hell of a course, John. It would be. Avoid the be, rental cars. And yes. maybe we can put a jump and go over the top of those maybe, cars. Yeah. But, so it'll be May 1st, uh, most likely in Freeport. That is yet to be uh, scheduled. Um, mm-hmm. We also need to have parking lots that are swept. Um, is <laughs> That's another a, thing. It yeah. is another thing. So timing in the spring is always a challenge. Um, but the full schedule will be uh, posted on Facebook. Excellent. If you mention Z1055, you'll give a listener $5 off their first event, right? Absolutely. We want people to come down get it. I mean, we don't want them addicted, but... You know, we want people to come down, have a good time. Uh, just encourage people to show up. You can, you don't have to be a member for your first event, but uh, your second event on, you need to be a member. That's uh, according to the club rules, as we are a nonprofit organization. 
John Rice, talk about the Cumberland Motor Club. Check them out online, cumberlandmotorclub.com. Again, $5 off your first event. Make sure you mention Z1055. You can like the Cumberland Motor Club on Facebook. John Rice is the Novice Points and Awards Chair. John, thank you very much. Thank you, Maddie. And thanks for wearing your bright orange shirt so I could see you I, today. Just it that was, ball of sunshine, yeah. my friend. And the good news is your tie matches it, too, which is really, I, I don't know if you planned that. That took some planning this morning. It was really well done by you. That was good work. Thanks, man. Excellent work, John. Good job. You listen, <laughs> you listen to The Breakfast Club on Patriot State, Z1055. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.